gentlemen, this is David Penzer getting ready for the mayhem of World Championship Wrestling. Who's next? Exciting wrestling news going on. There has, there has. You know, a lot of good things is happening. Which are we talking about the same thing here? AEW. Which was fucking awesome. Probably one of the greatest matches I feel of all time. What one? Have a guess. I think everyone's on the same level here. Uh, it was all gold dust. No. Dustin versus Cody. Which I felt was... Absolutely amazing. Best match I've ever seen. Unbelievable. In, yeah. A long time. Yeah. A very long time. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And do you know what? Watching it, wrestling was good, blah, blah, blah. But it was a storytelling. Story. It was so good. And I rewatched, like, I watched the um, bits afterwards and watched yeah. the videos on YouTube and like interviews and things like that. And I watched um, Cody talking about, um, like, Cody Dustin talking about that was supposed to be his retirement match. Yeah. And he was so, it was unexpected Tell that Cody came back in the ring and asked him, and asked him to be his partner. Yeah. And... It probably was set up. Yeah. Probably was set up, but... The whole... It came across as so real. Yeah. Even in the interviews, even in the ring, it came across as such a... Genuine moment. Genuine battle, a genuine fight, a genuine... Yeah. Even with the blood running down his face, in his eyes, he could barely see... Yeah, it was unreal how good it was. The, the blood was hard work as well. The blood weren't a blade job. No. He he said in an interview that when Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Was it it was So you're you're talking about it now as if it wasn't set up because it was that genuine. He it probably was set up it was probably due to blade. But, but not I, like that. It's it's like the Eddie so good. It's like the Eddie Guerrero JBL match. That was fucking unreal as well, wasn't it? You know, it just happened yeah. to gush out of his head for about twenty minutes in the ring. Legitimately think that that pay per view was one of it was the amazing. best. Pay- it's up there in yeah the top ten. Oh, a hundred percent up there. They done so good. You know, the timing was right for it to come out. Yeah, it was perfect. Obviously, WWE ain't doing much. Oh, WWE is shocking at the moment. They're riding off their own name. Yeah. That's the problem with WWE. They're They're riding off their own name. AEW are making a name. Yeah. WWE aren't putting in any effort 
They're ta- taking Saudi blood money. They're in it for the money. They're not in it for the wrestlers. Yeah, they, they don't care. They're not. They're... That was such a good match. Yeah. So good. And I, I, I legitimately think that was one of my favourite matches I've ever I've not say ever seen. Yeah. That's a bit strong. But, but it it's so up there. there. Definitely. That match is in my top five. Yeah. It, it was brilliant. The pay per views in the top ten. That match, though, is in the top five matches of all time. So we've gone from amazing AEW to. Not so, not so amazing. WCW Monday Nitro episode four. When we say not so amazing, at the minute, um, where we are at, this episode was better than the last. Yeah, a little bit. Can we just say overall, Nitro did produce some some, some good great, moments, great moments. Yeah. As we get later on in the years, yeah, it'll, it gets better. It does and get better, better and better. So, looking at the ratings for this week's episode, if you remember last week, Raw got a 2.7 and Nitro got a 1.9. But amazingly, this week, the ratings have flipped. So, Nitro has got a 2.7 and Raw has got a 1.9. So, they've got the viewing audience pretty much split down the middle we were just discussing it weren't we like how how does that work how does one week Raw have an extra million viewers yeah and the week after Nitro have got an extra million you know it's especially when both we're not we didn't watch we ain't watching Raw but clearly something went bad with Raw last week yeah and it's not like they've got they haven't, they haven't got any instant. They haven't got social media like we have, where they no. build up everything every day. They've got their weekly show. They've got they've got like it. Oh, they've got a Saturday night and they've got other syndicated shows, but they haven't got much building up each week. I find that baffling, really, how it can go from one extreme to the other. Yeah. So this week's episode, we get the opening video. Did you notice something about this opening video package this week? Vader weren't in it? Correct. Yes. Correct. Who was he replaced by? <sighs> it was only until I rewatched Can it. Can I rewatch watch it now? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the, only reason I, the only reason I said Vader was because the first episode you said to me who is the only person to ever appear on an opening yeah. package. And not, not ever be on an episode. Yeah. Hold on, let me have a guess. Savage. Nope. Go on. Luger. Luger? Of course it was Luger. Why did I not... Luger has replaced Vader in this opening package. Why did we do... Why did I say Luger? I should, I don't, Luger was... So... We haven't spoken about this yet, but every week, Mongo has got his pet dog oh, yeah. at the commentary booth. That's Pepe, it. the dog. What is he, though? He's like a little... He's tiny. Is it... Is it... It's a, not like a shih tzu. Like, is like it a, a chihuahua? Yes. It's, it's got to be a chihuahua. Or, as Bobby Brain Heenan calls it this week, a four-pound tarantula <laughs> with a saddle. Because this oh, week... Oh, he dressed up a cowboy. This week, he's dressed up as a cowboy. <laughs> That's his dog. <laughs> his dog. He's got like a little bandana around his neck. I've, I've, and a saddle. <laughs> I don't know why he's there or what it brings to it. Did we ever look this up? I think he. I think he just brought his dog along. If somebody could tell us why, just if just tweet Eric Bischoff, tweet Mongo McMichael. Ask them why. Ask them why they bought Pepe the dog each week on Nitro. And tag Nitro Listen in it. Yeah, we want to know. Just so we know. I don't think I've got the bottle to ask him myself. <laughs> oh, I, I met Eric Bischoff last year and he had a face like a fucking slapped ass. Yeah, that's pretty skint now, isn't he? I mean, I was severely hungover, so I was probably not <laughs> dead. But, it's still good to meet him, though. Hmm. You know, I went, oh I, oh, I used to love Nitro as a kid. I went, well, yeah, I used to love Nitro. That's why I worked there for so long. Is that what he said? All right, dickhead. <laughs> what does he do now? 
And so he still does appearances and stuff. He's got his own podcast, which is quite good. Because he's very business-minded about, about it all. Yeah. So rather than like others like Bruce Pritchard, where they go... Well, like me and you were talking about... Yeah, where, liked yeah where, we talk, where we talk about what's happening, Bruce Pritchard's podcast will go into why something was set up and where why it was leading. Yeah. Eric Bischoff will talk very business-minded, so he'll be like, well, we did this because we wanted this free publicity because that's why it rolled onto that and stuff like that, which is quite good. Yeah. I, I find quite yeah. interesting. Our first matchup. For the evening is Dust Wonder Kid, Alex Wright, who just done an amazing backflip, backflip off the top belt, off top turnbuckle. Yeah, he he went three quarters away across the ring for that. That was amazing. And it's my favourite, everybody. Disco Inferno. What a hero! When <laughs> you don't have the same appreciation no, I... of Disco as I do. No. I feel like he is so good. Look at him. He's amazing. He's trying to be a wrestling John Travolta. Yeah, but you just said he's got a dad bod, isn't it? He has got a dad bod. Which I find very appealing. You're also the man who wanted to review Hulk Hogan's sex tape. <laughs> and I still feel like that's <laughs> in the pipeline. So if you really want us to review the, the sex tape... You send us, you send us some money. Just one person needs to say, "Do it," and we will do it. <laughs> when Disco was making his entrance, did you see? I didn't. The stagehand at the back. I didn't. So piss poor. You can see the stagehand putting up the disco ball as Disco. Inferno. Once you pointed it out to me, you could I see was it. very much like, it's so easy to miss. Yeah. So easy to miss, but yet so obvious. Yeah. The guy's right there. Yeah. It's, they had that... Poor production, innit? They had that 10 seconds in the middle where this had uh, a sweeping camera shot. They could have put it on when Alex Wright was doing his fucking entrance. Nobody would have known, otherwise. Yeah, but... It was poor production, wasn't it? Somebody, <laughs> I bet this guy was gutted that he threw his jacket out of the ring as well, and someone caught it. She's keeping that forever now. <laughs> Every week he's got to buy a new jacket <laughs> and new trousers. <laughs> oh yeah, with his uh, stripper trousers. <laughs> what What did you think of Disco's first first matchup on Nitro? Good. I like Disco, and I think this is even, not even a bad match. No, it's okay. He's a good mid-carder. Mid, yeah, they're definitely mid-carders. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. I'd say... I'd say Alex, Disco's better. I'll say Alex Wright is, is a lower-card guy, whereas Disco is definitely mid-card. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll do, yeah. Disco does work his way up the ranks. Yeah, I'm not, I'm well. not, I'm not saying... Because one's got better ability or anything like that. It's I just, just Disco's got the gimmick in him. Yeah, you, can't, you couldn't really see Alex Wright... Going for the US title or the world title. No, 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 no. You could probably see Disco getting a world title yeah. shot somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not a world title shot. No. Definitely US. Oh, definitely, or. Possibly, very possibly, but it European wouldn't. or something, maybe. Yeah. Or. Or IC champion yeah, WWF. Yeah. Definitely up there, but. And for, he's, a, he's a good wrestler, he's a good seller, he's a good. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good hand. All rounder. He's a good, good hand. hand, yeah. It's a good hand. I've always liked him. I've always liked his gimmick. I've always liked... He, he sells pretty well, don't he? he, he Very well. You know... And I, you've never had a gimmick like that before. No, so this... You've this, never... I don't think I've ever... And I think to this day you've seen a disco no, gimmick. No, so this was... Ever. This the is one, one and only. <laughs> disco is the one and only. Yeah, so this was mid-90s. Disco, what? Died out 20 years prior. Was it 20 years prior? 70s, weren't it? Was it? 70s, 80s, 90s. So 20 odd years prior. 70s came out. Disco came out in the 70s, didn't it? Like the BGs came out in the 70s. You're the old one, so. I'm not that much older than you. Five years older than me. It's not that bad. Yeah, still old though. So Disco (laughs) is. (laughs) 
But thank you though, so you think to yourself, so disco came out in the 70s. Yeah. He's appealing to the people in their 30s, really. Because when the guys, people in their 30s, when they were 10 years old, yeah. they were disco music. Yeah, but he's, he's that cocky, arrogant hill, isn't he? Yeah, but his gimmick makes him a dick, and he's not. <laughs> he gives it all like the flamboyance and all that, like yeah. dancing around the ring, and he's he's trying to be a shit John Travolta. Yeah, I don't know if I already said that in this episode. We had a we had to have a little intermission, didn't we? But we also said about the dad bod. Yeah, which he really has. No, he looks very. If you look at him, like a Joshua match. Yes. You've got the man from Greg's who knocked out Anthony, Anthony Joshua. And that is Disco. Yeah. He's struggling to climb to the top rope here. <laughs> he's, he's not doing it slow. He's, he's he actually struggling. struggling. He's just thinking about it, isn't he? No, he's, he's uh, struggling. And that was a great dropkick as well. A lovely dropkick from uh, Alex Wright when Disco's up on the top sound buckle. I was hoping he would take a backwards bump off the top rope onto the up. The concrete, but yeah. he didn't decide to fall uh, forwards. He's too old for that, isn't he? Too old. His flab couldn't take it. Plenty of padding. Plenty of padding. <laughs> so, with this being Disco's first matchup on Nitro, you would have thought they would have given Disco the win. But no, we mm. get... The thing is, Disco's only been wrestling four years. Well, up to this point. This is how much I like Disco. I know Disco, a little Disco. bit about him. Yeah. I think he started in like 1990 or 91. Mm. He's only been wrestling about four or five years. Yeah. I don't know how old he is there. He must be close to 30. Probably about my age now. Yeah, probably. Late, tw- late 20s. Yeah, so he's only been, re- ain't been wrestling long. Because he, he only just debuted on Saturday night, I think, yeah. maybe two or three weeks ago as well. You know, so he's fresh in WCW. He's done a lot of like independent cards and all that and won a few titles there. Yeah. But you would have thought that they would have given him with him playing up a heel character. He's yeah. not yeah. he's not being mean, he's not that sort of heel, but he's an arrogant, arrogant. heel. You would have thought they would have given him the win. But Especially over Alex Wright. Alex Wright, you probably never see again. Yeah. But no, Alex Wright gets the win with a backslide. Do you know what the worst part is? Alex Wright is probably the better wrestler. Oh hundred percent. 100%. The, he's a de- the agility and the skill he has. Yeah, he's definitely the better technical wrestler, but you would have thought they would have give Disco Inferno the win. So we then move on and we get our backstage pre tape with Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart. Yeah, which is pretty good. 64! You know, Huckster, the Taskmaster's trying to plant the evil seed, trying to stir it up, trying to destroy all the Hulkamaniacs, man. Well, you know, Jimmy Hart, they thought we were dead, but we're not even down and out, brother. Hulk Hogan hasn't been looking his wound since Fall Brawl. Hulk Hogan hasn't missed one word. You know, I feel like just tearing... Take it off. Don't take it off, Huckster. Brother, I haven't missed a workout yet, and I'm not going to miss any, man. The way things are going, I'm going to set this no-good stinky giant up and take him down. Everybody knows he tried to rip my head off at Fall Brawl. And as I heard the snap, the crack, and the pop, I, even myself, as my hands went numb and my legs went numb, thought it was over, man. But Hulk Hogan's back on track and coming at you, you big, nasty giant. First off, if you got the guts enough, I'm building me a bigger, a better, and a stronger Hulkamania monster truck. If you got the guts, let's hook him up, man. Machine against machine, and I'll drag you all the way around the arena just to get even time and time again, just to embarrass you. And then if you can get by that big man, I'm going to give you exactly what you want. I'm going to take the WCW heavyweight title and put it on the line. That's right, brother. I'm going to challenge you, dude. And when you accept the challenge, if you do, face to face, which you haven't done yet, I'm going to put you in your place, brother. I'm going to prove that Hulkamania is the most powerful force in the WCW. I'm going to prove that the largest arms in the world can stand any test, brother. And as I launch you, put you over my head, and slam you through the mat, in Detroit, brother, you'll be laid to rest right next to your father, right where I beat him. 
And then that only dark cloud that's hanging over Hulkamania's head of immortality will pass me by, brother. Machine versus machine, then the title on the line, brother. What you're gonna do, big stinky nasty giant, when the largest arms in the world destroy you? So, <laughs> Hogan's in a neck brace. The Which is brilliant, by the way. Red, the, the package opens with Jimmy Hart putting the title belt on the back of Hogan's head. <laughs> and he's lifting his head up and down, going, 98, 99, 100. There's going to be a picture of this on Twitter. Trying to build up his neck muscles, supposedly. <laughs> You know, they're saying, Hogan's saying that he's not down and out. He's, the Giants not defeated him. He's not killed Hulk Hogan. He's not killed Nobody Hulkamania. Nobody could kill Hulkamania. Nobody yeah. could kill Hulkamania. To this day, I don't think anyone's killed it. No, Hulkamania is Except the still, <laughs> it's still running wild. <laughs> and this is where we find out what the main event is going to be for Halloween Havoc coming up in a few weeks' time. Yeah, yeah can't wait for that. So, really can't wait for Halloween Havoc. So Hogan says he's going to build a bigger, a better, a stronger monster truck and they're going to hook them together and he's going to push him out of some monster truck arena. This is the build-up to Andre the Giant Hogan. Just with the Giant. Just ten years later. Yeah. And we, Hogan then goes, once I've defeated you in my monster truck, I'm going to give you a match for my title. And I'm going to... He pretty much just says, I'm going to win, I'm going to beat you. But... Was there any need for the monster trucks in this bit? I mean, we're, we're talking very far ahead. What I was saying to you was... I remember buying... The monster trucks. The WCW toy monster trucks and stuff, yeah. yeah. So this whole, that one tiny, tiny promo yeah. set a whole... Yeah, they they had they had business plans with Monster Jam to yeah. release their own trucks and, and stuff like that. That's all it was. They did get, they all got, it was. They got used in Monster Truck, in Monster Jam, like TV programs, stuff like yeah. that. I remember seeing that. But... As a wrestling angle, it doesn't really work. No, at, not at all. Our sec- we then get a in-ring promo, and it's with Mean Gene Oakland talking in the ring with Randy Savage. Yeah. Thank you, Will. I feel like <laughs> my voice is getting better. <laughs> All right, fans, that was last week. This is this week in Macho Man Randy Savage. you got a lot of answering to do. Word out of the street is that Lex Luger wants to talk to the Macho Man Randy Savage. He does. I'm here. Where's he? He's coming right down here, Randy Savage. And I don't mind telling you, after that slap on a kisser last week, Lex Luger is not a happy man. You know, Macho Man, I think I know what the problem is here. It's called a severe lack of respect really that's exactly right because you see macho man you've been thumbs down on lex luger from day one and i'm sick and tired of it because you see sometimes it takes more than going to war with each other to find out what you got sometimes you gotta go to war against each other do you follow what i'm saying i'm following i've been there with sting there's mutual respect just recently i've been at it with hogan once again mutual respect and macho man Anyone who would dare slap the total package on national TV obviously lacks any common sense or concern for their health or well-being. Ooh, I'm shaking in my boots. So what I'm saying is, Macho Man, how about the real deal? How about a real match right here next week, live in Living Color, first time ever on Monday Night Row? I like it. How about you refer to my personal agenda, that title shot? I'll put that on the line. As a matter of fact, let's make this thing real interesting, Macho Man. Let's go ahead and I say right here in front of everyone that if I don't beat you next week on Monday Nitro, I'll leave 
the WCW. What about that, Macho Man Randy Savage? Really? Are you sure about oh, that? absolutely sure. Well, let me tell you something that's really strong. That's laying it all on the line. And that's the way the Macho Man likes it. In fact, I'm saying right now that you and me got a day with destiny. Next Monday night, Denver, Colorado, Mile High City. We got a deal. Thank you, thank you. Oh, gentlemen, Eric Bischoff, back to you. Did you see that? We get a quick recap of their promo from last week. And then Savage is still bad mouthing Luger. But Luger makes it run out. Don't I it? don't feel like the Luger Savage angle is great though. No, it's not. It's not. It's definitely got weight to it. It's definitely an okay story, but it's not coming across very well. I think they're still, still selling Luger as the one that left WWF. Yeah, they're still selling him as. And Savage is probably the best one. To have it with. Basting. Yeah. yeah. I think. But Savage deserves better. Yeah. As a in-ring opponent. As an... Even just as a... And even as a promo guy. Promo guy. guy Savage deserves better than Luger. Yeah. So in this promo they're going back and forth. After Luger comes out. And... Luger's falling over his words again this week. He's not very good on Yeah but this words. is the promo from the week before isn't it? Yeah but even... The normal this week's promo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's fallen over his words, but Luger says to Savage, "Look, I want a match with you next week. If I lose, if Lex Luger loses, he says he will leave WCW. But not only that, he's going to put his." title shot on the line as well yeah so he is the big it's a, it's a big statement it's a big match for Nitro it's like like people have said they put on pay-per-view worthy matches on Nitro so last week I was talking about like how Ric Flair wears certain trunks I got it wrong <laughs> what's your facts this week Will? I ain't got facts facts or there's, no, there's no facts there's no facts but they both come out wearing black and white yes they do so, uh, in, uh, it's something. It's very the, subdued about it. Like you don't. People need to wear opposing colours. Yeah, but they both come out wearing black and white. Yeah. Okay. Is that for a reason? No, they just both turned up that day with black and white gear. You're telling me they ain't got multiple outfits for the night. I mean, Luger could because he's only wearing pants. But he somehow had wristbands and armbands, black and white. Nah. Savage. And Savage came out in a black and white attire. Yeah. All black and white. Hat, black and white. Glasses, black and white. Everything black and white. Yeah, so I think Savage will probably only pack one for Nitro because he's got a lot more, whereas Luger could pack two or three pairs of trunks. No, I think there's eight more to but it. But I think Luger always wears black, though, don't he? I don't think he ever wears much more than maybe, black. Maybe. I know. Always, oh, no, I know. His blouse is always white, and his I know. He's, uh, a few years prior, he'd wear blue or red and stuff. But I think in in this WCW one, well, he's always in black. Yeah, you could be right there. I think that's maybe in case he shits himself when he's doing a promo. Well, I find it strange. It feels like that they're they're both wearing the same colours, so they're both heading towards to be friends. Mm, don't think they do. I don't think they do. I don't think there's any correspondence between that. I think you're looking too deep into it. Well, I like that. <laughs> so, our next matchup is Kasawa with Colonel Robert Parker yep. versus our favourite person, Sergeant Craig Pittman. Is he back again, is he? He's back. He is back. He can't be there for much longer though, can he? Oh, I think he is. Can he? I think he's just one of them people that's just always there, but we never see him. No, we, we don't never s- notice. We j- we at the minute, he's being pushed. Yeah. What What did you think of this match-up? I thought Kosawa put on a good match. I think, yeah, yeah. I think they both put on a good match, actually. 
for Pittman standards, it was a good match. From the last match we saw, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. It weren't a 29-second match. Yeah, that no, was appalling. What was that all about? Oh, that was fucking shocking. I'd like to have Bischoff in an interview and be like, what the do fuck you remember <laughs> Brawl 95? What was that about? Remember it? Come to, <laughs> come, to, come to WrestleMania next year. We'll meet Eric Bischoff at WrestleCon and we can ask him a few questions. Wait, well, I don't know if I can afford WrestleMania next year. You definitely going? I've got my. I'm, I'm saving. I might go. <laughs> I might go. I might go. So we get this match up because Sal's. I'm guessing's come from come over from New Japan, but with him being the Japanese. Obviously, he's the heel in America. Yeah. That's never, that's never going to change. It ain't like New Japan now, is it? Oh, not even that. It's just he's Japanese. Americans hate Japanese at this point. This is... Yeah, post-Vietnam, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything Asian, fuck it. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> joke. Is that why he's against, is that why he's against uh, an army person? Of course it is. <laughs> Story writes itself. Oh, oh fucking hell. When did Vietnam in 79? Uh, uh, what did it start in 79? Oh, I don't know. My, uh, my history's uh, no good. Did you notice that the arena was quite a lot bigger this week compared to what it, it has been? I did, but if you notice on one, that so you had a hard cam, it's yeah. focused very much solely on there. Yeah. Very full. Yeah. But you see shots behind that. Yeah. And it's very empty. Yeah, but they've got. They've just got the ones. They get in more and more every every week. They get in. Yeah, they've not just a bigger following. They've not just got one tier. They've got the second tier this week as well, which yeah. makes it look a lot bigger and grander. And the entrance isn't five steps away from the ring and they've actually got a bit of a walkway into the ring yeah which was fucking shit wasn't it yeah when it was right next to it yeah but they've already changed the ring skirts as well mm. remember before they had the like transparent ring skirt where the lights would come through yep that's all guys it's black now isn't it? it's just black and red now I don't know whether see Nitro was never consistent with their rings some with their brand. Well, with their brand, the yeah. brand was never consistent. You know, some days, some weeks you'd have the Nitro logo on the ring. Sometimes that would be in colour, sometimes that would be in grey. Yeah. Sometimes you won't, won't have it at all. It's because they'd, what is it, trial and error? Yeah, but it's when they chop and change. But that's what, at the minute, that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. With what, four episodes into Nitro and... And they're still trying to find their feet with it. Definitely. Definitely trying to find the right... Everything. Yeah. I mean, this might just be me being a WCW mark, but I definitely prefer... The orange. The show logos being on the ring... Yeah. ...rather than them being on the apron. Yeah. I'd rather it be yeah. on the canvas. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I agree with you there. You know, it's probably just... You know, I'm, I i don't like WWE's current setup with the LED boards and the LED fucking no. ring no. ring posts. It just all looks too much. It's too... What do you say too much? It's too um, fabricated. Yeah. It's too in your face and it's too... It's, it's too, more focused on... It's too clean. It's more focused on... Everything else rather than a wrestler. Yeah. And that's what the whole thing with WWE is. It's not focused on the guys that are wrestling. Yeah. They're focused on their brand. Yeah. And their name. And Yeah. You I mean you can't you can't deny WWE for their production value. No one will ever be able to not keep up with yeah. them. And I, I don't want to slate WWE, but for years and years and years they were the best at what they did. Yeah. They, I isolate them a little bit now. Their product, their in-ring product, is poor. What they have created... But what they've created... No one's ever going AEW is never going to nah. surpass nah. WWE. Maybe not, not in our lifetime, anyway. 
No, I, no, no one's ever going to surpass WWE for what they are. No. They might have better in-ring matches and everything else, but they've never... I don't know about that. No, as in AEW, we'll have better... Oh, AEW, AEW, will, have, AEW will have better matches. Yeah, we'll have better matches and stuff like that, but they will never surpass WWE as being number one. They'll be a yeah. close number two, but they won't ever be able to surpass them as in the whole brand, the whole name status. The thing is, though, you go, you say to anyone, "Oh, I watch wrestling." We grew up watching not only Nitro and WWE. We yeah. grew up watching WWF. Yeah, we we were the same with the, the viewers. We yeah. were switching between one. Yeah, no one to the other. No one can ever say they were one hundred percent WCW or nah, WWF. No, no way. If you were 100% WCW, you're lying. You're either lying or tweet us it, they, and tell us you were. Yeah. And I will take that back. Everyone had had their preference. Yeah, definitely had a preference. I was definitely a preference for WCW. Yeah, 100%. Always WCW fan. But I was always... But... I'd always there. I I had if oh, if not it was a very very half and half you know I, I had all the WCW VHS tapes yeah but I also had some WWF ones my first WWF VHS tape that I ever had WWF was Unforgiven 98 with the Inferno match Kane versus Undertaker do you know how bad it is my first VHS wrestling VHS was Stampede 96. It's impressive. Hold well, on, it might not be. I want to say 96, but it's, it might not be. What's the, what's the main event? Fatal 4 way. Sting, no, Flair. 99. I have got that downstairs in a box from my parents' house. VHS. Pretty sure that was my first actual wrestling VHS. If I can get hold of a VHS player, we will watch some of the old... I've got you. We will watch the old. We, we won't watch night the the network. We will watch VHS tapes if we can. And we film it. Well, I was watching it. We'll, we'll find something. We'll find a way. We'll, we'll do something. All right. So basically, that's how bad that last match was. Yeah. We didn't even talk about it. Yeah. Casal gets to win on that matchup. <laughs> it was okay. And obviously, the better wrestler, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> a lot better wrestler. Yeah. That Pittman was Pittman. Yeah. He's never been a good wrestler. No. I don't think. That that matchup was once again a throwaway match. It didn't need anything. We then move on to another in ring promo. This time it's nineties promo. With Brian Pillman and Arn Anderson. Welcome back, everybody, to WCW's Monday Night Raw. Joining me at this time, Arn Anderson, the enforcer, Brian, Brian Pillman. And gentlemen, I'm not one to be polypragmatic, but I must say the two of you have collaborated, and on the receiving end of that collaboration, the nature boy, Ric Flair. <laughs> Brian Pillman. Let's face it, Mean Gene. Ever since my man, Double A, walked that aisle at Fall Brawl and beat the man. The dirtiest player in the game, the Nature Boy, has reached an all-time low. He's groveling. He's begging on his hands and knees like some gutter slime. Bad handling for pocket change in the sewers of Times Square. Let me tell you something, Flair. While you continue this pathetic quest for a partner, my man Double A and myself, We'll be exercising our right to bear arms, our right to assemble, and our right to hospitalize anybody that gets in our path. Woo! All right, Arn Anderson on the subject of the nature boy, Ric Flair. I think you double teamed him. There's no question. I think this was something that was pre-planned, premeditated, if you will, on your part. How could you do this to a man that hung with you for 15 years? Think what you want to think. I've known Ric Flair to act a lot of ways in the past. I know you're flipped, Rick. But understand one thing. 
the better man won. And if you're going to exact revenge on me, remember the formula, Rick. If you jump on me, you jump on us. Now, you're one of the greatest of all time. But if you're going to get in a tag team situation, this is where I excel. You wonder why you couldn't get a partner with a fistful of 50s? I know about that with a $100 bill over the forehead, but make your point. You would ask Randy Savage, you smack your 70-year-old man in the mouth. Then you turn around and you ask Sting, who four years ago you crippled and almost put out of wrestling, and you wonder why for 10 years, Rick, you ran over everybody, but you had me to back your play. What goes around comes around, and it's come around in your case. Gentlemen, we will see. I thank you, Flying Brian Pillman and the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Comments on the nature boy, Rick Flair. He might surprise you. They're talking about how Flair is begging for people to be his partner for the upcoming pay-per-view Halloween Havoc. With Nitro at the moment, there's no real story. You can't follow much of the BNC storylines. So, on the Saturday night last week, Sting had a matchup. I can't remember who it was against. But Flair then came out and did a promo between Sting and Flair. 100% better than what. He's been putting on Nitro past few weeks. But Flair is down on his knees begging Sting to be his partner. Sting's denying it. He's saying, no, you've screwed me over before. I'm, you're not, it's not happening, not happening again. But what I liked on this current promo with Anderson is he's actually got consistency with talking about promos or talking about past storylines you know he goes there's no wonder Sting doesn't want to be your partner four years ago you you tried to end his career you took his legs out you broke his knee no wonder Savage doesn't want to be your partner six months ago you punched his old man in the face he's not going to be your partner it's something you don't get the rest of today you don't get throw back into old storylines if someone had had a feud with someone six months down the line, they're tagging together. And you don't get a genuine storyline where Anson and Flair are actually mates. Yeah. You know, they're... Like, from the beginning of, well, I wouldn't say their wrestling career, but for a fucking long, mm. long time, Yeah. they've been friends in the ring and outside of the ring. You know, and it, now you're getting this. This is why people were so interested in it. Because yeah, it was they real. No, it, it was. It was real. It was real. It's like the Cody versus Dustin. It was real. Real. So we then get the video clip again of Randy Savage being attacked on the Baywatch set from last week. Big chance of coming. This leads us into the third matchup of the night, which is Kevin Sullivan versus Randy Savage. It was an okay match. It was, it did what it did. It progressed the storyline. You know, it it showed us Kevin Sullivan being in control of people. You know, he's got Zodiac there with him. 
he's making Zojak do all, all the hard work for him. Oh yeah. Interfering. Oh, that's actually confused about his main skills, yeah. What was that? Just because it was just a bit. I don't know what the word is. Is like, was, was there really a need? Uh, well, yeah, he, he tried to choke him out on the beach with the barbell, didn't he? So, of course, I need a match-up to settle it. Yeah, but... He should be with the Giant and Hogan. That match-up. So, why why have they done this whole sideline of him with Savage? Because Savage is Hogan's number two. So, it's leading to a tag-team match between them two. It will lead into... Will it actually, though? The, the Hogan... Will Taskmaster actually wrestle, really? The Hogan Dungeon of Doom storyline is the number one storyline right now. So it all umbrellas out with Ho- with Savage being with Hogan. And all, all that is number is their main focus at the moment. Can I say, last episode, you said to me, did you miss Hogan? I said, no, I miss Sting. Again, I still miss Sting. Yeah, he's not on this he's episode. He's still not on this episode either, is he? He's not on this episode. I was disappointed. I feel like nobody match. cares unless things on the on the card. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> as, as much as I love Savage. Yeah, I feel like this is a, a, a poor matchup because Taskmaster vs Savage. Yeah, it. It's just like it's poor. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Because Zodiac's doing all the work. Taskmaster's in the ring. Yeah, it's not there for the. And Savage is just. Getting a beating for no reason. Yeah, it's not there for the match. It's there for the story, isn't it? You know, we get this it's match up. This match ends in a DQ. You know, Savage brings Zodiac into the ring at one point. The ref tries to stop him, so Savage throws the ref to one side. Savage gets DQ, so he loses the match up. But then we get the giant comes out. He chokes Sam's Savage. And then we get some jobbers come down. I mean, they are nobodies. You know, the giant does look impressive here. He's always looked good, though. His choke slam is brilliant. He Back in the day when he could do a choke slam. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't just... Do the choke slam. He goes down with him to the mat. You know, so we get we get a few jobbers come out to try and save Savage. Apparently, we get someone called Mark Star come out. We get Alex Wright come out. Yeah. And then we get Lex Luger come out to try and make the save. But when Luger comes out. He gets attacked as well. You know, he he gets choke slammed. He gets beat down. But the problem with that is, the next matchup is Luger versus Ming. So as Luger is still down and out in the ring, Ming comes out. He's furious, isn't he? I love. I'm a big fan of Ming. He he blindsides Luger. He's on top of him. You know, there's no stop. Luger's Luger's selling pretty well for being yeah, beat down by really a giant. Is. It really is. I feel like Meng is one of these wrestlers, a heritage wrestler, I I call it. A what wrestler? A heritage. Right. So he's whole family wrestled. He's a big old Samoan. Big old Samoan. Like the rock, isn't he? He's just like been Yeah. I mean we spoke about generations to generations. Yeah. We, we, spoke about, we spoke about him before. I mean, I wouldn't fuck with him. You wouldn't dare, would you? He's not... He's got a dad body. He's got, like, he ain't got a six-pack. Oh, no, but... He, he's just he's a beast. He's strong as fuck. You can see the size of his arms. You can see the size of his chest. He's like... The size of his forearms. Yeah. They're the size of my thigh. He's one of these guys that demands respect, and if you don't respect him, it make you respect him. Oh, that was a nasty pole driver. So Ming pole drives Lex Luger square on his head. And this is one of their matchups. Even though Luger's in the offensive, 
uh, defensive even yeah. sorry yeah and then he's well offensive on it Luka's probably going to win you're thinking, stupidly yeah you, you think Luka's going to make some surprise comeback but where Luka's been beat down so much from the giant and the sneak attack well not the sneak attack the blind side from Meng Meng pulls out a Samoan spike from his tights he jabs it into the throat of Luger. The referee doesn't see it. He tucks it back into his yes. pants. Which I think is poor. And Meng then gets the win. I think it's very poor. You know, it's because not... for... Not putting Luger down. Yeah. Not putting Luger down at all. But for Meng standards, as yeah. a wrestler and as a... But he's a heel. He's heel. he's got he's got to do something dodgy to win. Yeah, but the... you know it's. It was a shame. You know, it's like it would have been like hitting him with a steel chair when the refs behind him. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, it's just. But he didn't need it. He didn't need it though. The, pro- the problem was he didn't need it. This is why it's such poor storytelling. Yeah, because he didn't need. It. He's already got the advantage. Yeah, Ming could have won clean. But Luger does make some sort of miracle, miraculous comeback, you know. He like a flare comeback. Isn't yeah, it? like a flare or Hogan. Or Hogan, 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 Hogan <laughs> up. You know, he he does make a bit of a comeback, but he's been beat down too much. But he is a beast. Who, Meng or Luger? Meng, absolute. Beast. Yeah, he's... If you can lift Luger up, what is he, fucking 280 pounds? Yeah, something like that. 280. 280, 290. Yeah. Ming's about 350. Yeah, Ming's a big fella. But And he can lift him up like he's a fucking like piece he's a of child. paper. Yeah. And flip around like that. It's, it's poor when you got a... It's a shame that Bischoff saw it the way he did. It's like Bischoff isn't booking at the moment, though. Bischoff, yes, Bischoff is running the show, but he's not booking the show. Mm-hmm. The booker at the moment is Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's making Hogan. What the narrative has been is that all of these characters, all of the Dungeon of Doom, are people that Hogan would have fought in the WWF. Yeah. They're all big characters. So, to keep Hogan happy, that's why Sullivan's got yeah. the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, I feel like they've missed a few tricks, though. They've definitely missed a few tricks where they've booked from. Yeah, they could have made better match decisions. Definitely. Because some of these matches, it's just... Like you say, a spike. He got a spike out and decided to win that that way. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been. I would have. It would have been better, I think, if there was another disqualification. I would have been fine with that. With Dungeon of Doom, you know, you could have had the Shark come out. You could have had Kamala come out. They Kamala would have been good. They could have. All, Kamala would have been good, wouldn't it? They could have all come out and attacked Luger. During the match, yeah, you know that's it. Still makes Luger look strong, but it also still makes the Dungeon of Doom look strong because they've come out, they've mm. blindsided him, they've attacked him. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. So many matches have just been not to. I think maybe it's me looking back. Yeah, I mean maybe because you know more about these wrestlers now. Yeah, it's not like... If you have more respect for him now than yeah. you did then. It's not like we're watching a fresh match-up or a fresh no. storyline as, as, as it happens. As it happens. Yeah. We're looking back and we're looking thinking, for, this could have been better, yeah, this could have been better. Yeah, I done this, I should have done that. But what, what did you think of this week's episode as a whole? Compared to last week's, yeah, good. 
definitely better than last week's. The problem is, you said about the viewers, the viewers, so we had, so we had, yeah. like I'm WCW, we, we, collective, so the w, w, the Nitro had 2.7, this week, this week, yeah, and they have had 1.9, 1.9, which was the opposite of last week, yeah, so if I watched last week's episode of Nitro, I probably wouldn't have tuned into this week's, I would not have watched this episode, yeah, which I find very strange. Yeah, so where it... So last week was fucking appalling. Yeah. To a, to a degree where like, I would go, like, I ain't watching this shit again. Yeah. Do you, but do you think... People initially thought that they were going to split the wrestling audience, but they didn't. They doubled it because they went, oh. they got an extra million people. Yeah, they all like... So Bischoff thought, oh... Raw's getting a 2.0. Maybe we're both... We could both get a 1.0 each. Yeah. But they haven't. They've actually doubled the whole wrestling audience number. Well, technically they didn't double it. Well, no, but like they've increased Increased it on both sides. a half. Yeah, they've increased it on both sides. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, so maybe they're still... People are still flicking back and forth. You know, they're still not set on what they want to watch you know this week was definitely better than last week though I, I actually thought it was a good episode I'm still disappointed though we haven't had Sabu <laughs> you, keep going, you keep banging on about I want another <laughs> I want another Sabu match I, I, I want to see what batshit crazy things he does this week <laughs> you know we haven't had him this week he wasn't on Saturday night what is he doing why couldn't we replace Kasawa with Sabu? That wouldn't have been a bad shout. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> Sabu versus Pittman. I mean, it's like you're on about dream matches. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say dream matches. I mean, better matches, maybe. Wait, what's the word? It's not dream matches. It's um, fantasy matches. Fan- fantasy fantasy matches. matches. You know, so we get told next week that Hogan's going to be on the show, so they're already pushing for ratings there. You know, we're going to get Hogan next week, we're going to get the American Males are on next week. There was no titles on this map, on this no. card. Which, at all. which I didn't care about, about titles. No. I actually didn't. Like, sometimes a title match isn't. Next week we get a blind the man, match. The man himself. It is. Eddie Guerrero Fuck off Versus Dean Malenko Next week Right so we've got A fucking match yeah, up Next yeah. week Eddie Guerrero Versus Dean Malenko Their fir- first match First match in WCW Yeah In WCW That's, that's going to be A brilliant match I'm looking forward to that Hopefully that gets A bit of time Do you know what Right so we're slowly Getting in To the good stuff Yeah we're, we're going to get We're going to get A good match here and there With a good storyline I say good storylines, but the the in depth storylines. I'm pretty sure I've seen this match before. It, it, might, Just, it might be on like a compilation video. Or a compilation, whatever. But I've never seen it. With is it going to be a storyline? No, this will be a throwaway match. So this is going to be this is one of them just jobber matches. Yeah, it'll, it'll, a filler match. It'll, it'll, it'll be like the Johnny B. Bad versus Mr. Wonderful match last week. But it's got to be a match to be a match on the card. But it's Dean Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero. It's, you, already you can tell it's going to be a good match. So uh, it, it, this is this will be Malenko's debut because we haven't seen him yet. Eddie Guerrero debut on Nitro. Both their both their night show. Yeah, we, debuts. Guerrero was on pre-show to a full to a full brawl. Yeah, on yeah, a pre We don't count pre-shows, no, people. But I, <laughs> I, I don't count pre-shows. But I haven't seen Malenko on, on, on anything yet. Not on Saturday night. Not on main event. No, he's not been. This could be his, his first debut for night show. We'll Google it. This will he be must because. Have been WWF. He must have had a couple of matches in the No, no he's, they've both just come out of ECW. Malenko was in ECW, wasn't he? Because they had the farewell match. 
which is I've I've not seen it. I might have seen it, but I've not properly sat down to watch it. That's a blinding match. Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero, ECW farewell. Right, so we're gonna have a little tribute next week to Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, we're we're doing a little tribute. We're we're fine. We'll have a little. We'll do a little compilation of his greatest matches. Yeah, we're we'll doing his greatest matches. We're, or greatest moves. Yeah, Guerrero's top ten greatest moves. Yeah, we we might we could even we'll talk about it. could throw in a bonus episode. We'll do our favourite Malenko matches and review them. Yeah, that's some of that. Yeah, so we're. we're I'm well hyped for this now. I didn't realise it was this episode. Yeah. Or this early on. Yeah, because on, on the network you can pre... Not preview, but you can see a visual... Like, you get one screen grab of what's coming up in the, in the next episode. Next week we get Malenko... I am actually really excited about this. Yeah, next week is Malenko Guerrero. But the week after that, I'm looking forward to... Arn Anderson versus Ric Flair in a cage. Oh, Yeah. I'm quite looking forward to that. We've got some good fucking... We've got some good stuff coming up. Don't we? It didn't take long for him to realise... Well, we hope. We hope. We hope. We hope. <laughs> I hope to God it's fucking... I can't wait for next week's episode. It's, I reckon it's going to be a good show. You know we got... Just like my match is putting me yeah. in a good mood to it's watch gonna, it. It's going to be good. That's us done rambling on for this week. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I feel like we've rambled on more about next week's show than what we did for this week's because some of the matches weren't great. Yeah, we've had some appalling, appalling stuff. Yeah. But. We've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed being your hosts once it's again. You know. I definitely recommend following us and watching it with us. Yeah. Trying to if you are part of the WWE Network, watch it with us. Yeah, especially these Nitro episodes where normally our episodes are about an hour long. They're 45 minutes on the network. We've pretty much followed the... Uh, yeah, they're absolutely... The episodes. They're absolutely perfect. And I've just got a notification through that England are losing 3-1 against the Netherlands. You can't say that. Why? Because you can't. Why? Because Americans are listening to this and they're going to be like laughing at us. Oh, it's soccer. I copy soccer. We're losing 3 1, John. Yeah, I know. Tell my mates are out there. <laughs> now my heart's broken. Oh, so, I don't want to do nothing. Oh, I'm excited about next week. Now my heart's oh, broken. Milinko Guerrero. Um, Guerrero. Yeah, <laughs> I've been your host, Sean Long. He's my co-host, Will. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, on Nitro Listen. Give us a like, subscribe. Give us the five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you listen to us. Catch us next week. For, for, now, for a great match. Hope We're hoping it'll be a good match. I reckon it will be. If it ain't, and then fuck it. We will just never do this again. Oh, cheers. Now we 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 we, we, we can plough through it. If, if we can get through a Johnny Deep bad no, we can get through yeah. pretty much anything. Pitman, there we go. Yeah. That's us done for this week. We shall see you again next week on here. That's a goodbye from me. Goodbye from you. See you next week. <laughs>